This week on the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast. But that's the problem about Sun Bears, is Sun Bears look like the store brand version of themselves. <laughs> like the knockoff version. We're going to the zoo. Bear. We're going to see a great value bear. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. It's the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast with Josh, Chad, and Hannah. Presented by Savage Strength, by the way. Uh, I never got to experience this really until I was in college. And by then... It was okay because I, I didn't have I didn't panic as much. What first days of school? Oh, because oh, you were homeschooled. Because I was yeah, homeschooled. Homeschool I never vibes. had to go somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm, In fact, mm-hmm. the only thing that was different about first days of school for us was we had to wake up a little bit earlier. Yeah, it was oh, just wow. I was at home. It was. I remember my first day of kindergarten coming out as half day, so it wasn't even the full commitment. I come trotting out to my my mom's car, and I'm and she says, you know, how how was it? I said, I like it. I I think I'll go back. <laughs> like you had and a choice she, exactly my world was shattered she's like oh you're going back like, oh i have to well, this isn't fun anymore yeah, can imagine we, if you hadn't can we take it. a vote yeah. right no no you didn't vote with my mom you knew she said it it was happening so did you was, uh did you ever that... have the tradition of taking a first day of school photo always no. yes yeah so my mom made us do it every year but because of the lighting we always went outside the kids are staring into the sun squinting right? Yeah, so squinting, crying. Every first day of school photo, we're crying and yelling because our eyes hurt looking into the sun. And then she's yelling at us. So shiny Nobody's and sparkly. Happy. That is always the first day of school story. Screaming into the sun. You, you need to bring those pictures in so we can share those with the world. No. Can we do a collage of shiny, sparkly eyes? Luckily, it was in a time before digital era that mm. have all been burned. I really enjoyed this, guys. I think I'll come back. You have to. It's your job. It's not fun anymore. Now, AI stands for artificial intelligence. Yes. You may know somebody that you're like, I'm pretty sure they're AI. (laughs) Okay, that was mean. I'm so sorry. Uh, All that to say, AI is everywhere. And recently, I'm pretty sure I had an interaction with AI on the LinkedIn platform to where it was just interacting and chatting like it was a real person. I even asked Uh. at one point because I got suspicious, are you AI? They said no, which is exactly what you would expect AI to say. Right. That wasn't a chat bot. Of course not. I don't know if there's some ethics that they have to follow, but it Uh. it was definitely mind-blowing and I'm pretty sure it was AI. And so I just wanted to just take a second to promise you that you will never hear anything on this radio station that is a, a, an artificial robot. <clears throat> that was weird. Uh, uh, an artificial <laughs> robot or any kind of fake intelligence. Oh, no. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, definitely not a fake voice because that would be just suspicious to have that happen. But <clears throat> Okay, bye. It's the River Morning Show with Josh, Chad, and Hannah. Is that what I think it is? Well, the headline is clickbait. Clickbait news. Do you have to? Barely. <laughs> okay. Okay, so a zoo in China has said once and for all, no, our sun bear is not a person in a bear suit. It's they had just to explain a bear. It? Yes. Have you seen these photos? Yeah. There's video circulating the interwebs. It looks like a person in a bear suit. This so, bear is so unbelievably a bear. Uh-huh. It looks like a human in a suit. <laughs> and so we're trusting the zoo to... That it is, in fact, a bear. Yes. They say, of course, a human couldn't survive in this heat <laughs> in a bear suit that okay. long. Okay. But this looks weird. You you would second guess yourself staring at it. you say, that is, in fact, a human. But that's the problem about sun bears, 
is Sun Bears look like the store brand version of themselves. <laughs> like the knockoff version. We're going to the zoo. Bear? We're going to see a great value bear. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Google it. You'll be like, okay, I see what they're getting right. at. They're so bad at being themselves Aww. that they're they're Poor barely bear. believable <laughs> that they're a, that they're a bear. They're fine just the way they are. Okay. <laughs> Quick, think of snuggly things and go. Uh, me, I'm snuggly. Gross. Oh, you said ugly wrong. Oh, touche, <laughs> touche. That's why I have a beard. Sorry, Hannah. Hannah. It was just right there. Overshare, uh, right there. or maybe that's just wow. a perfect share. I right, try again. Okay, okay. Snuggly okay. things. My dog Murphy. Is he snuggly? Like he's a big dog. He, is, yeah. Is he a big lap dog. He'll he'll snuggle for about two minutes. Okay. Okay, but, but he's super cute for two minutes. All right, that's then fine. He, then he leaves. Yeah. Uh, big teddy bear. Yes, that's snuggly. Yes. A floofy a blanket. Floofy blanket. Good. You yeah. guys, this, this is a great list minus the first one, Chad. Ew, gross. <laughs> You're missing one, though. You're missing something that should be on everybody's snuggly list. Okay. A giraffe. Okay. Specifically, uh, my, specifically my giraffe. It's okay. a rather tall well, Michael. I'll get there. Um, my youngest son just turned 13. Mm-hmm. He is nearly as tall as I am. Mm-hmm. He's becoming a giraffe. Oh. Like, he's so just his skinny neck is and long. tall. No, he is okay. long. Can you show me a picture of he's his neck? He's just <laughs> huge. His feet are as big as mine. His hands are as big as mine. It's like, you just turned 13, man. But uh, there's a lot of little still in my boy. And I love that about him. He is the first one to offer to help. Mm-hmm. Like, if he sees me folding laundry or doing something, he's like, do you want some help? Like, I, I would love some help. Um, he asks me how my day was. And on the weekends, when I haven't come to the river, he said, how did you sleep? Like, he always is interested to know how others are doing. So yeah. sweet. And how others are feeling, right? He hangs, and this is the snuggly part, he hangs on to his hugs longer than most. Mm. And he wants me to kiss him on the cheek goodnight and he still kisses me on the cheek goodnight and uh he he won't sit on my lap anymore when we're watching like the guardians or the calves or something because i can't see through him yeah yeah (laughs) but he will sit next to me and he sits really close and he like leans on the left half of my body what a cutie yeah it like it really is he's my last one yeah this is our youngest my baby and I'm going to cherish every hug, every close quarters couch date, and every kiss on the cheek before they're gone. How are you not crying right now? I've been preparing this for a long time, <laughs> and God is great. Togetherness is so important. Everybody being on the same page, wildly, wildly important. And there's a company that they've been selling a togetherness package hmm. for businesses that cost about a hundred thousand dollars. That's a, it's a lot of togetherness. Mm-hmm. It's that's an expensive time together. Yes, and it's worth it for two reasons. One, they say it helps build teamwork. Well, it's called the Top Gun experience. What? <laughs> Okay, hang on. Yeah. Are we playing volleyball? It's, Are we in I planes? hope we're in a What's jet. the situation? <laughs> well, there's a lot of different a lot of different uh parts of that movie you could pull out and say, "Well, this could be, you know, the this could be the theme." Uh-huh. But literally it's uh they have these ex-navy pilots teaching people how to make snap decisions like like Tom Cruise did and does in the, in the Top Gun movies. Okay. So you're just get yelled at the whole time? Thousand 
dollars just to learn how to make snap decisions? Like like a terrible 80s movie. Are you at least yes. going Mach 3? Like, is there they any? They got a need for speed yeah. to make decisions. <laughs> Which, you know, in a high speed situation, that does make sense. But what normal company needs that type of I don't know. I mean, they're saying it's it's a post-COVID thing. They're trying to get everybody back in the office, I, wow. get everybody okay. together. And so I would like to take this opportunity to announce I'm gonna have the footloose experience. <gasps> I'm gonna train you the same way to make snap decisions, only from the point of view that you'll have to go into a conservative town where <laughs> dancing and rock music are banned, and you'll have to learn how to lead a rebellion to challenge the rules, promote self-expression through the art of dance. I'm not gonna and lie. For the low, low price of $25,000, you get a discount. What a deal. What a deal. Will it help? Who knows? But it'll help my retirement. <laughs> As long as we can go swinging through a warehouse somewhere and doing oh, you got it, angry dance. <laughs> yeah, angry you got dance. to. <laughs> Will you be the sole survivor? Mm. A guy created a GroupMe chat, so that messaging app. Yeah, and invited a handful of his friends to it, and then he does the bait and switch. He says, "Welcome to Survivor." What? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, one person will be voted off the island. <laughs> 18 friends, 39 days, one soul survivor. I'd be the first one to volunteer. Like, I'm out. Like, I've deleted the app. Bye-bye. <laughs> so the friends went crazy and started texting each other and forming alliances. No way. There was betrayal, intention, <sighs> sidebar texts, secret coffee meetups. This man with a simple text group created castaways and chaos. <laughs> Wait, is it, you, said, you said this is Facebook? Is that what we said? <laughs> One would think. So hear me out. What if we do this game instead of fantasy football this fall? Because, I mean, both ruin friendships. Mm. Mm. Uh, Hannah, I'm going to need you to bring me your torch. The trap is spoken. <laughs> Uplifting and encouraging the river. Good morning. It's the River Morning Show. Now, it may be the toughest, most unnecessary job ever, and that is being a pet owner. Oh, unnecessary. Toughest and unnecessary. Yes. And it's mostly, I'm going to point fingers, it's our fault. Okay. Because we take these born-to-be-wild creatures... We take the wild out of them. <laughs> we train them to completely be reliant on us for survival. Uh-huh. All of their natural survival abilities, gone because yeah. of us. And then we're like, oh, we're going to feed this thing every day. Completely reliant on us. Mix all of that together. You have this headline that two out of three pet owners believe that their pet would not survive without them. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, totally like, get it. If listen, you did the whole thing where you're like, "You're free now, go, go, <laughs> go, you're free." Well, they'd be like, "Help me!" We have so many dogs in our neighborhood that are the size of rats. Like they just, they would not. You're right. They can't yeah. walk up and down the street. Ollie, my my dog, for example, there's no. He has zero survival skills. He barks at us uh, as if his toy is behind something yeah. he, that he could easily uh. walk around it and get. And he's just like, nope. Can't get it. Need your help. Plus, his fur is like so. It's the soft part of Velcro. I mean, he would just get stuck somewhere, and that's oh. it. He's like, I'm stuck in a bush. 
This is the end. Dunzo. Yeah, he really is. Uh, So I I subscribe wholeheartedly to that. I don't think he or most pets would live. So Murphy is an interesting one though, because he's like an eighty pound German Shepherd mix. He could he could catch his own food. He could could defend himself. Yeah. He'd be okay until there was a stray Roomba going down the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> then he'd it's just a wild lay down robot. and say, take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that thing? Remy is a 30-pound dog that thinks he's a cat. He sits on the back of the couch uh, at times oh. and will drop like one of those chew bones on the floor and look around like, hey, who's going to get this? Who's picking this <laughs> up for me? <laughs> this is a problem. Do you pamper your pet? 614-479-1049. Not to put him on blast, but Joe from the Midday Show, mm. new, new guy Joe, Jeez, mm-hmm. he meal preps for his dog. <laughs> like goes to the store and he's like, got to make sure this dog gets the best. Fancy feast is usually for cats. He's making his own for yep. the dog. Like ding, ding, dinner time. Pause. It's the River Morning Show weekly podcast presented by Savage Strength. Ah, I love them. Do share. Why do you love them? Yeah. So my sister and I have been going for a few months now. I can tell I'm getting stronger. Flex. Uh, Flex. Let's see the bicep. Look at these things. Well, the other other day I was mouthing off and Hannah picked me up by my throat. That is not true. I do know she's getting stronger. I probably could. But what's so great about it is it's not like those big group classes where the instructor's up front and they have no idea what you're doing. It's group training, but it feels like one-on-one personal training. That's nice. It's amazing. And they sponsor this podcast. So thank you. If you want to find out more about Savage Strength and what they have to offer, you can find them on Instagram, savaged underscore strength. Good news. We can quit our jobs, guys, and we can just... We can just go into early retirement. I like my job. Yeah, but this job is way better. Break out your passports because we're heading to Romania. Romania? Why? Romania because they have just oodles of undiscovered (laughs) coins dating back more than 500 years. Really? If they... If they don't, if they haven't been discovered, yeah. how do well, we know they're they've there? discovered some of them. Uh, specifically, <laughs> Raul found five thousand coins dating back more than five hundred years. Wow! He was just digging a, a hole in the countryside. Five. As trying one does. To think of like the exchange rate of ancient Romanian coins, and uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure what that is. Yes. But let's just say, for example, that each of those was worth a buck. He just made five grand. And that's they gotta true. be worth more than that. You would right? assume. I mean, that's, that's an ancient find. Five hundred years. Yeah. Like there are some pennies from the United States worth millions of dollars. Right. Right. So there, there have to. I mean, these coins that are just sprinkled across the countryside in Romania, they have to be. It's just, it's just a, a retirement factory. We could go there, retire mm-hmm. now. Right. Like what? What are they worth though? Do they like what is it? The, the, I mean, that's a solid question. Thank they you. didn't say. But they oh. did say that he was able to get a tank of gas and two dozen eggs in the United States with it, so that's something. Can you uh, read? Yes, thank oh. you. Grab that highlighted line, please. All right. Snack tips with Josh. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> B-E-C for me, me, me. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, well, yeah. As most would describe the very best of the breakfast sandwiches. And so now we have a top five list. The top five fast food 
bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches you can get. Ooh. Number five, Dunkin' Donuts. Theirs is on sourdough. Never had it, but that that's, sounds good. That's mm-hmm. the fifth? That's, that's um, number five. We're going okay. five to one. Okay. I love Dunkin'. Yes. Have you had that sandwich before? I can't recall, so now I'm going to have to go try it. I love that it's on sourdough. It's the only one on the list yeah. that does that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four, McDonald's. Their mm-hmm. McMuffin. All right, yeah. It's not the biscuit, it's the muffin. Yeah. It's mm. consistent. Though. They, it's the, I feel like it's dry. Here's the thing. They call it the healthiest of these five options. Which is surprising. Right? What? I don't know if that means they got like the egg white. Mm. That hurts my tum-tum when I do that. Oh, so anyway, okay. we'll move on. <laughs> Number three in the list uh, for snack tips with Josh, the very best of the bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwiches, Wendy's. I love me some Wendy's breakfast. I have never had anything from Wendy's. I they have breakfast. Yeah, Yeah, they have like this hot chicken breakfast sandwich. They call the Wendy's bacon, egg, and cheese the most flavor balanced. You can taste Mm. all of the ingredients, the layers of the sandwich. I'm intrigued by the top two, though. Let's see. Number two, Starbucks. Wow. (laughs) No. Fake news. Ooh, this this freshly microwaved sandwich is delicious. I really like it, and the reasons are are clear. It's thicker bacon, and it's Gouda. I mean, come Mm. on. You don't you don't get that bougie. A lot yeah, of times you gotta like walk in and wear a ripped jean jacket and fake glasses just to experience that. I don't know. And I don't want to buy those. <laughs> <laughs> and num- number one, number one, according to I don't know who did the study. I don't care. Whatever. Chick Fil A. Well, yes. Oh, well I mean, you know it's good if the chicken doesn't even need to be grown up. Like, this is infant chicken that bacon, they're using. <laughs> yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese. They even uh, do that chicken good. Stuff you didn't know yesterday can make you a little smarter around the uh, watering hole at the office today. Mm. Or just wow your kids or your spouse or anyone else you come across on the street. That one will be awkward. But anyway, it's up to you. So, <laughs> Australia is wider than the moon. Interesting. Do we do we know this to be a fact? Have we gotten a tape measure out and I really mean, like walked it out? We went to the moon. Did we though? Ooh, and there lies the tension. Did we not though? prepared for that <laughs> conversation this morning? You'll learn today. I'll Next. take I'll take it from here. Next, the Eiffel Tower is taller in the summer. Is it though? I'm sorry. I'm done. When the iron heats up, the tower can be up to six inches taller. Wow! Because of thermal expansion. It's just terrifying to think that that thing is just teetering. (laughs) I'm stretching during the summer and it's winter. I'm cold. Every once in a while, I stretch and I fall over. Right. (laughs) Two iconic Muppets got their names from a Christmas movie. The Sesame Street duo Bert and Ernie were named after the Burt police officer and Ernie taxi driver in It's a Wonderful Life. Really? Yeah. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. I've never seen it. And I don't really like Sesame Street. I've seen all of those. I've not. I've seen like maybe one. Near far. It's Grover. It's not either of those guys, but whatever. All right. uh, Next, Switzerland has outlawed the owning of just one guinea pig. Guinea pigs are such social creatures. Owning only one could cause it distress, and so it's illegal. Switzerland says, don't do it, please. (laughs) It's so funny. In the world stage, Switzerland is literally neutral. But with guinea pigs, they have drawn the line. (laughs) We said no. (laughs) Mickey and Minnie Mouse got married in real life. Like the voice actors? The voice actors. Really? Got married in 1991. Wayne Allwine and Russie Taylor. Well, that's cute. Aw. That's adorable. It's kind of freaky if you ask me, but whatever. They are the words you grew up on.
They left a mark and now have infused themselves with your personality. Um, Use your fork? Those kinds of words? Nope. No, no. Movie quotes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has a few movie quotes that have become a normal part of their life. And here's what I want to do. You can call in and share your go-to movie quote. <laughs> and we're going to try to guess what movie it's from. I love this. That's This is fun. Okay. But first, here are the world's top three movie quotes. Ooh, the top three in the entire yes. world? So, Josh, you have to guess them. Okay. Number three. I'm the king of the world. Uh, Titanic. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's Come right. Up. That was so easy. Yeah. Top three movie quotes. There's no place like home. Uh, Wizard of Oz. There you go. Dorothy clicking so those easy. ruby slippers together. But Josh, you will never get the, the number one. You're just never going to get it. Try me. Okay. May the force be with you. Are you serious? <laughs> All of the Star Wars movies. Yes. I think you could quote those movies line by line. <laughs> So that's, those are the top movie quotes of all time. Uh, that's great. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that's the one you use in your life. Right, exactly. Is so, there a movie quote you go to? This is this is one that I kind of do under my breath. I don't use it in conversation. Oh. But every time I go into a convenience store and I see the slushy makers, uh-huh. I say, big gulps, huh? Okay, see you later. You know what that's from? Is it? Is it Dumb and Dumber? It is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yes, it is. I've seen that movie once. It just sounded like something well, that would happen. It's one of the funniest, most pointless scenes. He literally just walks outside a 7-Eleven, and there's two guys sitting there with big gulps, and he just says it. Big gulps. And huh? now you're using that in your everyday conversation. I just say it to myself. You know what? I can't even It's for you. me. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's just, it's just for me. Okay, so you share your favorite movie quote, whether you use it in actual conversations or you mutter it under your breath like Josh. We'd love to try to guess what movie it's from. 614-479-1049. It's the River Morning Show with Josh, Chad, and Hannah. Is that what I think it is? Well, the headline is clickbait. Clickbait news. Don't you talk to me like that. I Listen, it's not going to get any better. Here, I know. Here's the, here's the thing. Scientists and six-year-olds oh. are the same. Okay. How Both so? of them never ask the question, should we be doing this? <laughs> never. That's okay. true. I okay. can see, yeah, their, their whole job as a scientist is to experiment. Yes. The whole job of a six-year-old is to make a mess. And they both do a great job at it. Way to and go. And sometimes it's usually the same thing. Scientists have revived a worm. Ew, what? From a frozen state that was from 46,000 years ago, according to their calendar. By the way, why? why did they do this? Because they were like, we got extra water. Let's see if we can figure out a way to revive this thing. Organisms in a cryptobiotic state can endure the complete absence of water or oxygen or withstand high temperatures, and they can bring it back to life. <laughs> Woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, and giant elks roam the earth when this worm was last alive. Are they going to... How big is it? I don't know. That's a good. That's a great question. Well, yeah. Was... Also, out of all the things a scientist could do, why are we concerned about this worm? Yeah, I don't know what he did. I don't know what this worm does, but the fact that it couldn't hack it forty six thousand years ago, <laughs> <laughs> there was something really special about 
the disposable camera. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. It's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing nothing really like it. Uh, you had to wait. You took a picture, and then you'd have to wait to find out if that picture actually turned out the way you wanted. You usually had to wait weeks. Once you used all 27 clicks and snaps on the thing, you'd take it to a store, they'd tell you it was ready, and then you'd go and you'd look through and you're like, oh, my eyes were closed. <laughs> uh, so true. Why is everything so fuzzy? My finger was right in front of the lens. Yeah. It was a waste of time. It's a lot of vacations from my childhood right there. But every <laughs> once in a while, one of the pictures would turn out perfectly and you would look back on that moment and you'd look back on that picture and go, oh, I remember that so well. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me, oftentimes when you get in that, that vibe of like, you look at the picture and you're like, oh, I remember the finger in front of the lens or the the eyes were closed. I just didn't love that moment. We judge the moment based on the picture. But that picture doesn't tell the whole story. You don't remember the good times or the bad times before and after. You just remember the smudge on the lens, the eyes closed in the picture. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to look at the snapshot in your life as that somehow defining what your life is like. If you were to look at a snapshot of your life right now, maybe you're going through a really hard time. It's easy to say, I don't have a good life Mm. because I'm having a bad day. So don't let the mistimed snapshot of your life trick you into believing that it's all bad. Hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 104.9 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.